Hello, and welcome to the Metaphorical Boat Podcast. I'm your captain, Christopher McBride. The nominations have been released for the 6th Annual Northern Ireland Music Prize, the annual award given to the best album from Northern Ireland over the past 12 months. This year's ceremony, which is being held on November the 15th, promises to be the biggest ceremony to date. It will be held in the Ulster Hall for the first time, and in addition to the Best Album category, it will also feature new awards for Best Single, Best Live Act, and Best Up-and-Coming Act. And for the first time, there will be a cash prize for all the winners on the night. To discuss the prize and the nominees, I am joined on the Metaphorical Book by Robert Brown, the editor of the highly respected Northern Irish music website, Chord Blossom. Thanks. Rob, thanks a lot for coming on board the Metaphorical Boat to talk about the prize. No problem, Chris. It's an honour to be here. Delighted. Before we get into talking about the Northern Ireland Music Prize, all our guests, and you're no exception, will be treated to a nice drink and a snack of their choice. So what have you gone for, Rob? I mean, and listening to the previous podcast, it's been something that I've always dreamed about, being, <laughs> being given a, a snack to talk about local music. So this time I've opted for some donuts. Donuts, highly underrated snack. It's, you know, fried food with sugar on top. So, you know, it's, it's a dream. It's an absolute dream. Yeah. And um, this one's pretty special to myself because I'm going for my usual, which is a cup of coffee. But for the first time, my guest has provided some Bamberg for myself. So I am going to be enjoying this. Thanks a lot, Rob. You're welcome. I just feel that, you know, whenever you're invited to somebody's house, the expectation is that you bring a gift. So I'm, I'm surprised that I'm the first one to, to partake in that tradition. So I hope you enjoy it anyway. Well, firstly, for people who aren't familiar with yourself or Chord Blossom, what is Chord Blossom and what, how are you involved with it? Chord Blossom is a local music website. We are dedicated to shining a light on all that is good about the Northern Irish music scene. Um, we've been going since around 2012, I think it is now, and I've been editor for the past three, four years now. So. Yeah, it uh, keeps me very, very busy. It's like a full-time job, but it's not a job at all because it's a hobby. So. Yeah, I've been reading it more since the start, and I've learned a lot about local music, and I've been I've written a few bits and pieces for Chord Blossom, and it's definitely something that's really important for our music locally, so thanks a lot for being involved with it. It's nice to hear because say, there's a lot of work that goes into it, not only from myself, but from all the other contributors and people like yourself who chip in the odd time, so it's it's nice to get some some good feedback. So, 2018 Northern Ireland Music Prize, say for the first time there are four categories and there's a lot, lot more exciting this year because they've upgraded the venue in the past. It's been in the Mandela Hall yep. and now it's in the Ulster Hall. I think it's a big move. It's a big statement from the organisers and I'll be really interested to see how they go about filling it because obviously we've both been attended before and while the Mandela Hall has been packed out, it's normally because of the fact that there's been a headliner to do with the Legend Award. Yeah. And this year, there's no Legend Award that we know of so far. I think also, exciting for the first year, there's going to be a cash prize for all the categories. In the album category, it's £3,000 of the winner, and I believe it's £1,000 for the other three categories. I think it's it's pretty good, especially for the a lot of the smaller acts wouldn't be doing it full time, so having that bit of a cash injection is quite good for them. It's a, it's a massive boost for them because... You know, a single. You know, may you may not think that it doesn't cost a lot to produce, but you are talking thousands of pounds to get it professionally recorded in the studio, mixed, mastered, everything else. It's expensive, and then by the time you go into 
PR and putting out a proper campaign around it to get it out to radio and blogs and everything else. It's a very expensive process, so that'll go a long way if one of the smaller artists wins that to help them sustain them. Now we're going to look at some of the categories within the Northern Ireland Music Prize, and the first one we're going to look at is the Best Live Act. So the five artists that have been nominated for it this year are Antoy Watch You From Afar, Brand New Friend, Robocobra Quartet, Ryan Vale, and The Woodburning Savages. So just having a look at those nominations, is there any names there that you feel were missed out? It's a very strong five-act shortlist, to tell you the truth. And I think you'd be hard-pushed to find other artists that would, you'd definitely say, would win it, who aren't on that list already. I guess off the top of my head, you could maybe say Winona Bleach, formerly R51. Yeah. They're a credible live band, but in fairness, they haven't really done much since the name change, so maybe that's played into, into that. And, and Yeah, and they haven't really released an album, so they're, they're still building up steam. Exactly. Um, the only other one off the top of my head was the Bonnevilles. I, I thought they would be well in with the shout. I've seen them many times. They always seem to sell out bigger venues and they, they tour not just in Northern Ireland but right across Europe. So I'm a bit surprised they weren't on the list. But again, the five that are there are very, very strong contenders anyway. Yeah, I, th- I've seen, I think I've seen them all live and all of them have are quite different. I'd say the one that's probably surprised me the most that made it was Ryan Vale. Because you expect with the live act to be more the rock and the like, the heavy energy stuff, whereas Ryan Vale, the kind of uh, esoteric electronica, it's not the sort of thing you'd immediately think works well live. I think Ryan's on there because his it's about the stage show as well as the music. You know, he, he spent a lot of time and a, a lot of money, I believe, this year crafting a special live show, and that includes you know a special light show that's. It's just second to none. You know, I've seen it. We saw it up at Stent Hall last year. Um, at the Atlantic Sessions, he took over one of the buildings up in Port Rush, and it was projected all around there. So, you know, there's a big emphasis on the light show that, that goes really well with that genre of music. We've got Antoine Watch from afar, who are probably the been around probably the longest of the nominated acts and have built up a reputation for their quite for their very energetic live shows. I think that's right. I think that there's, there's no doubt when you initially look at the list that they are the clear favourites because, as you say, they've been around the longest. They have the reputation for an incredible live show. They, again, they put a lot into their stagecraft and, again, the light show that goes alongside that. So it's all about, it's not just all about the live music. It's about everything brought together in the, the one night, you know. And then looking at the nominations, who would be the one that you enjoy seeing live the most? I think, as I said, and so I watch from afar are the the undoubted favourites um, for the nomination but in terms of my own personal enjoyment it would be the Woodburn Savages Yeah, they're just a phenomenal live band everything goes into it it's heart in your sleeve we saw them recently up at Stenthal, um, and they were headlining the Stevie Martin stage and it was just a blistering live set they, you know they brought on an organist you know they, Paul Connolly the front man he's just got a fire about him and you know there was a costume change and everything you know it's it's just stuff that you don't expect to see on a local level and you know the passion that they bring to it it's just something else you know that if there's one band that deserved to win it apart from so i watch from afar in my opinion it's the way bernard savages is a phenomenal live yeah. band and in terms of who you think will win it who do you think will get it this year i think it'll be on so i watch from afar 
Uh, next we're going to move on to the Oh Yeah Contender Award. This is an award for up and coming artists in Northern Ireland. They're for artists who haven't released an album yet and have been going for, I believe it's less than two years. So the five names on the shortlist this year are Sherem, Hand Models, Hunk Papa, Rebecca Fitch and Roe. It's always nice, like ever since I've started the blog, there's been names that I've written about on the blog year in, year out. But it's nice to see a couple of, a few new names coming through and a few new artists starting to break through. Yeah, and looking at the list, to be honest, for me, this is probably the toughest category because yeah. all five of the artists have made massive leaps in the 12 months or so that we've been following them. They're just all phenomenal. They've all got a real traction and a following behind them and they, they all have really, really bright futures ahead of them. Yeah. And it's good that all of them seem to have a diff- taken a different approach to it. It's not all just the same sort of music. That we've got Cherim, who are very... Is it Cherim or Cherim? I, I like Cherim. to think it's Cherim, but um, again, I haven't actually heard the official pronunciation of the band yet, so... Yeah, well, hopefully we'll find out. We'll get I'll get tweets saying, actually, it's pronounced Cherim or it's pronounced Cherim, so hopefully this will solve that. <laughs> so we've got Cherim, who are kind of grungy, We've got hand models who are kind of like a pavement-esque slacker rock. We've got Hunk Papa, who almost defy categorization. Then we've got Roe, who's, who's a bit more poppy, and Rebecca Fitch, who's more into that indie. I think they're perfect descriptions. Um, I think Cherim are probably, they, they've probably been the band that have come out of nowhere more than anything yeah. else of late. You know, they've had the, the single that's also nominated on the, the best singles list. Um, and the, their first EP and there's just a real buzz about them now they, they're being put on multiple lineups um, across Northern Ireland and I think you'll just see them continue to grow and grow I think of the five nominees the act that seems to be to build up probably the most buzz of their own track has been Hunk Papa they've sold out the limelight a couple of times I believe I'm actually surprised they didn't come on Best Live Act as well because what I've heard from people who've seen them live has been glowing I saw them for the first time this summer and they, they definitely are an impressive live act. I think they've gone through, they've all been in bands before. They're, they're an Armagh band, but they're just starting their progression. You know, they've sold out different capacities. They've steadily grown it up. And I believe that they're in the, prog- the process of recording their debut album. So it'll be interesting to see whether they can maintain that very early momentum, which they had, because it will be difficult to maintain. This is probably the category where there isn't as many, there aren't as many acts that you'd be surprised by not being there just because of the nature of it. It's more about acts that you expect to hear in the future rather than actors we listen to now. Like the only one I can think of that might have been on the list, but I can understand why they were excluded would be Beauty Sleep. They haven't released an album yet, but members of the band have been involved in other projects in the past. To be honest, I was very happy with, with that list. I think it's a strong list similar to yourself I couldn't really think of too many bands or or solo artists that that missed out on and I think I had a real difficulty choosing who is my overall favourite out of that list because they've all got so many strong qualities and the only thing the way that I could look at it would be to say that some of them have already had some support before you know there's likes of hand models have been through oh yes scratch my progress four rows on help musicians three for three programs so that's the only real way that i could separate out as you say the cash price you know is it better going to a band that hasn't had that maybe help or or push um that they that they need yet just yet so of the five acts who would your vote go to i think i would go for charm 
because as I say they're the only band out of that list who hasn't had or haven't been through a sort of developmental or had a bit of a push from a, a more senior professional organisation in terms of their career development. And who do you think will win the prize in the night? I really don't know. I think <laughs> I think there's a good chance it'll be Roe or Hunk Papa, but between the two of them, it's literally a coin toss. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be the most open contest on the night. Well, I think for myself, I think Hunk Papa, just based on the strength of their live performances, I think they... I think they stand a good chance on the night. And then we move on to the next category, and this is the category that's going to be decided by a public vote, and that is Best Single. And there are 12 singles nominated for it, and they are Arvo Party with Liberté, Ash with Buzzkill, Brand New Friend, Girl, Sherem, Take It Back, Hot Cops, Decay, Joshua Burnside, a Man of High Renown, Kit Philippa, Human, Robocobra Quartet, Yule Wade, Roe, Hey Thomas, Rossborough, Burn Blue, Snow Patrol, Life on Earth, and The Woodburning Savages with I Don't Know Why I Do It To Myself. So, just looking at that list there, there's a lot of strong songs and a lot of strong bands nominated for this award. Whereas it's another very, very tough category, and obviously... It's a real wild card in the sense of who's going to win because it's been opened up that public vote. Yeah. You know, you could have just, you know, it becomes nearly a popularity contest, you know, sort of Snow Patrol tweet and say, but for us, you know, yeah. are there millions of fans around the world going to tweet in and make sure that they win it whenever it might not be the strongest track in the world? So that's the interesting dynamic with the, the public vote this year on this. Yeah. And as I said, the good thing about this award is that there is that mix. We've got the internationally renowned bands like Snow Patrol and Ash. Yep. Then we've got the up-and-coming bands. We've got the bands like Sherem and Hot Cops, who are also nominated. So it's kind of interesting to see that mix between the between the two. There is, although the one thing I would say is with Hot Cops, with Decay, I'm pretty sure that was released in 2015. So yes, it's still probably the one track on there that I'm not too sure whether it should be there because I yeah. think the for the album of the year, one of the criteria is that it can't be remastered. So yeah. this was remastered. So that's probably the only downside on this list that I can see is maybe Hot Cops. Yeah. Much as I love them, as if they're an unbelievable band, yeah. maybe shouldn't be there this time around. Look at myself, my, I would say one of my favourite songs on that is Girl by Brand New Friend. But Brand New Friend are just all about the high, en- high energy exuberance. So I'd be very surprised if they don't walk away with something in this list, you know, out of all the nominations. So... And they're definitely in with a, a strong shot, I would think. Personally, we at Chord Blossom, uh, we voted that Rossborough Burn Blue was our favourite track of 2017. So for me, it has to be well up the, the pecking order for, for winning the, the nomination here. And I think with the best single, it's pretty good because there's a good mix of genres as well in this one. If you do have the rock of Snow Patrol, you've got the more dancey stuff, Arvo Party, the more folk of Joshua Burnside. So there is a lot of good diversity in terms of the sound coming out of the best single. There is. There's diversity there. The only thing, as we've talked about in the past, with the, the award nomination is maybe there are some genres that are they're missed out entirely. You know, there's, there's no country in there. Yeah. There's no metal. There are definitely genres that are missed out. And whether that's to do with who is involved in the, the panel, because obviously the panel's not published anymore, so why we're led to believe there's 80 people on there, how many of them are from the rock or metal or the the country side of the, the industry 
it's it's hard to know, but it's a it's an undoubtedly strong list, and uh, I think you'd be hard picked to say that uh, too many people have been missed off. Yeah, and because it's a public vote, it's kind of difficult to decide who's going to win. But who would be your favorite single on the list, and what song do you think will win the award? I think my favorite song on the list, uh, and again, it's veering back into the Woodburn and Savages, because to be honest, they could quite easily win three of the the awards that are up for for grabs here. But uh, you know, it's a a political cry. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I did it myself. Um, it was an unbelievable single. The video um, is incredible. Again, it's all DIY. You know, the band have done everything themselves um, over the last few years, and it's really nice to see it all paying off. In terms of who will actually walk away with it on the public vote, I don't know. As I say, if Snow Patrol's fans all weigh in and, uh, and vote, then it could go their way. But I honestly think it's so open. It's so, so open. But on the other side would be Joshua Burnside, just because he obviously won the the full album prize last year, and he just does have such a strong local following that he sells out shows wherever he goes, and this new music was seen as another great success for him. So that could be the the one to to win. Well, in terms of the list, I am kind of similar to you. I think that it's either only one of the big hitters wins just on the base of their fan base, like Snow Patrol or Ash. Yeah. But I also think that Brand New Friend have good chances. I think they'd be good at getting their fan base behind them for that right. award. But I think any of those 12, 12 nominees would make a great Very worthy winner. winners. And then finally, we're on to the main category of the Northern Music Prize, which is the best album. And in six years since the NI Music Prize has started, this has been the only category. So this is the big one. This is the one that everyone wants to win. And in the past, we've had winners such as Joshua Burnside, we've had Soak, we've had Kieran Lavery, we've had Foy Vance. So there's been a lot of big winners in the past. A lot of singer-songwriters. Yeah, that's that's one thing I've noticed. So far, it's only it only has been singer-songwriters that have won the Northern Ireland Music Prize. Robin G. Shields was the other one. So it'll be interesting to see if that trend continues. So the 12 albums that have been nominated for the best album this year are And So I Watch You From Afar with The Endless Shimmering, Ash with Islands, Bicep with Bicep, Brand New Friend with Seatbelts for Aeroplanes, Cairn Lavery with Sweet Decay, Girls Names with Stains on Silence, Hannah Peel with Mary Cassio, Journey to Cassiopeia, Melogian with Let Your Weirdness Carry You Home, Robocobra Quartet with Plays Hard to Get, Ryan Vale with Distorted Shadows, Snow Patrol with Wildness and The Woodburning Savages with Stability. Now looking at those nominations, were there any bands or any artists that you were surprised that didn't make the list? The main one off the top of my head was actually Ruse with Ruse? Uh, Pyro. I get that it's 50-50, so Shauna's obviously from Northern Ireland and Colette isn't, but I believe that the criteria was as long as 50% of the band were from here that there was no objection to that. Yeah, so I don't think that was it. Yeah. No, so I, I'm really, really surprised that um, they didn't make it because it was a real high-octane rock record that seemed to, to get them on festival stages yeah. right around the UK. Yeah, you know, they're just, on a real high. Yeah, they seem to be turning all over the place at the moment. They're playing literally everywhere. Yeah, so I'm really quite baffled by that one. I say it's a very strong list again. The, the others that I had were a mode a mode yeah. you know again a really interesting album really sunny pop 
um, very much influenced by the Beatles. Again, I'm really, really surprised that it didn't didn't make it through. Well, it was more a lack of publicity yeah. in terms of it would be the only reason that I could think of that um, they didn't make it further. And again, who I mentioned for the the live the, the Bonnevilles with um, their latest album, Dirty Photographs. Again, another fantastic release from them that seemed to get them more traction further afield this time around. You know, so they were getting critical acclaim from. Um, further afield in the UK and Europe whereas last time they maybe didn't have that so um, and then Kira O'Neill with Arrow yeah. you know a real beautiful folk record that again is it just publicity that's not getting the traction here on, on radio or through the, the blogosphere that people aren't hearing it I don't know and the only other one was Lost Avenue with Fears you know a real heavy grungy rock record that was just it was brilliant so it's hard to worry with who you would take out of the list to squeeze them in. You know, I'd really need a, maybe a list of 20 nominations yeah. to, uh, to squeeze all my picks in. But. Well, in terms of my, of who I think should have been nominated, there's two that stick out. One is a personal favourite and one is a popular favourite. So the personal favourite me is, as you mentioned, Keir O'Neill. Because yeah. I absolutely love that album. It's just like, a, I said, a very dark folk album, but there's a sense of inner beauty in it. Like there's one song on it, Dreamer, which absolutely destroyed me whenever I first heard it, because it's just such a beautiful song. Yeah. And then one act who actually surprised me that wasn't on it was Kira McGrath. She's a country singer, but she's seen as the... New bass, Taylor Swift. Yeah, New Taylor Swift. And her album was, it was a bestseller. It charted in the UK charts, went top 20. So a lot of people have been responding to it. Yeah. And she's been playing it, she's been turning it a little bit minute, and she's been selling out venues. But I'm surprised that that didn't translate to the judges of the prize. I think, again, it, it comes back to who is actually on the panel. Certainly, she wouldn't have been somebody that was massively on my radar. I can't say that I've actually listened to, the, to her album at all, but I'll certainly be checking her out based on, on your recommendation. Yeah. Let's go through the albums that are nominated. So, firstly, we've got Antoi Watcher from Afar with The End of Shimmering. Yeah. And they've been nominated for the prize before. They have, and I guess... They're, they're nearly the veterans um, of the list. This is their fifth studio album, and it's you know the typical instrumental rock at its finest. You know, there's not too many um, that I can think of that do it better. I think if you want to be successful in music, find your niche and be the best in that niche. I don't think there's anyone does pop post rock as good as Until Watcher From Afar. Definitely not. As you say, they find a niche and they've nailed it, absolutely nailed it. Then next we have Ash with Islands. Now, Ash are probably one of the more well-known names on the list. Obviously, they've been around for years and they've had massive international success. Islands has been quite critically acclaimed. What are your thoughts on it? I think it's incredible that a band who were formed in, in 1992 are still able to crank out, you know, real earworm, incredible pop rock songs. You know, the, the, some of the singles on there, obviously Buzzkill was nominated in the, the best single list, but personally, Confessed in the Pool, um, off the album is my favourite and it's just you know it's one of those that they still have it they still have that passion and hunger to create great new music you know it's not you know paint by numbers you know they're, they're trying to create something new and the fans still love it you know every time they play Belfast it's a sellout you know they're still doing UK tours because the demand's still there so I think it's a quality album and while, while it may not win it um, because obviously the thing is they've been nominated as legends before yeah. so um, is it right that the legends win the, the album of the year off one of the, the newer bands but I won't walk away with it on the night and then next we've got Bicep with their self-titled debut Bicep 
they've been quite commercially successful. This album went top 20 in UK charts and whenever they play live they do get a good crowd. They've been building their name for years, they've been playing for years but this debut album seems to really cemented them as one of the, the top dance acts that we've got. Yeah, honestly it's not really a genre that I would much delve into but you know they seem to be at the peak of it. Um, you know they they started off that like yourself in the blogosphere. Yeah. You know, they 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 talked about other people's music and then have sort of built themselves into these superstar DJs. And uh, I say this is surprisingly their their debut, um, record. But just under an hour length, you know it feels more like a, a complete body of work. You know it's not you know a couple of um real hit singles and then oh the filler. You know it's meant to be listened to as as one complete batch and that. That really works in its favour. Yeah, there's one song that I love off that album is Glue, which is absolutely incredible. I just love the way it works. It's kind of like the song Around the World by Daft Punk. Yes. Because it's just five different elements, but they weave in and out throughout. I just love how that's built up. I think that the other interesting thing about the album was that I believe it was all recorded analogue rather than digital, which, which surprises me. Day and age, and particularly this sort of music, yeah. it's, it's really surprising and makes it all the more interesting. Um, of a record and the next up we've got Brand New Friend with Seatbelts for Airplanes that album was released by Extra Mile Records which is the same label as Frank Turner they almost seem to have came out of nowhere with this album they've been obviously they've been around the scene for a few years but the album just kind of just exploded out of nowhere just came a lot earlier than definitely I would have thought but it seems to have picked up a lot of fans along the way I think they probably did the right thing because there's been other bands from here where they, you know they've got lots of local support slots or bigger support slots they've released singles and then they maybe wait two or three years to actually release the album and by that time the album's full of the tracks that everybody's already heard and then the momentum's gone you know unfortunately i believe that's happened with the wonder villains in my personal yeah. opinion you know, it was too long before the album actually came out whereas they've taken the other thing they've gone in with rocky o'reilly at start together they've blasted through the the number of tracks in the album and just decided to get it out there and that has worked for them because they've kept that momentum going which is half the battle in the, the music industry at the minute it's it's not really a surprise that they're getting mainstream radio played because the, the tunes are commercially friendly and at the same time if you're lucky enough to catch them live you'll see that they're a real force to be reckoned with on that side too yeah and they've picked up a plethora of great support slots in the last year they've supported feeder and then sub patrol so they've they've obviously got a lot of friends in high places they do indeed, and I think you'll only see that trajectory keep shooting onwards. Uh, then next we've got Kieran Lavery with Sweet Decay. Now Kieran Lavery is a former winner of the Northern Ireland Music Prize, so obviously there's a lot of pressure on him this year. I would, I think I'll disagree with him that because in terms of pressure, there's probably Kieran probably doesn't expect to win it because he's won it before. You know that sort of like it works against you because you've won it before, Chris. You're never going to win it again, sort yeah. of thing. So, um, again, a really fine record. That you know, he's a deeply affecting songwriter who focuses on his own mental health, is, is what I believe is a lot of the subject material in that, which is obviously coming from a deeply dark place, but at the same time, it's a really engaging album. You know, it's one that you can just listen away to and, uh, and let it stew over. And then next up, we have Girls' Names with Stains on Silence. They are, again, I think this album came through a period of real transition for the band their drummer and founding member left i think they had financial difficulties and basically they shelved the first recording and came back to it after six months and completely redid it so it's an interesting album from from that point of view for me 
it's just a bit dark and gloomy. I just can't really get myself into it. There's this, there's this, there's definitely a cinematic feel to it, but for me, I find it's a bit intense. And again, it falls under the the niche genre. Well, of will a lot of the panel decide that it's for them. Uh, then next up, we've got Hannah Peel with. Well, hopefully, I pronounce this right. Mary Cassio, Journey to Cassiopeia. Whenever Hannah Peel's been nominated before, she nominated last year. And whenever she's nominated, it actually surprised me, but mainly because I didn't realise she was a Northern Irish act. She's been quite popular on Six Music for the past couple of years, but I didn't yeah. actually realise that she was from here. Yeah, and I believe that quite recently she's moved back to Bangor. Oh, right. Um, and she took uh, a bit of an active role in the Open House Festival. So, uh, and I think in terms of the Six Music, I think she's actually presented a few of the shows from a record studio or a recording studio sorry in the in Bangor so yes it definitely is from here after all yeah as a very interesting album because she's known for her electronica she's been described as folktronica in some places and this album includes a 29 piece brass band in addition to the electronica that she's quite known for it's really quite unusual it's probably what's the first concept album that we've covered so far out of out of the list um, and it's it's really intriguing you know obviously it's a lot of the focus is on space and the, you know the journey to space and that's a path obviously loads of uh, films and tv documentaries and whatever have various um i guess scores of music that have, have trod this well-trodden path before but you know this is quite an interesting um take on it and there's certainly flourishes in there that, that settle apart from what's been covered before and that sort of genre yeah i think the closest comparison i can think of is the orbs album the orbs adventures above the ultra world it's that same concept of starting on earth and then moving up no it's a very interesting particularly it's all composed as you as you said with a, a brass band but also analog synthesizers so again there's this trend towards moving away from from digital which was all seemed to be the future but bands are gravitating back towards the the good old stuff yeah the next album is Melodian with Let Your Weirdness Carry You Home. This album here, I think it came together quite quickly in comparison to some of his other albums. I think it's a it's a step up from from Stevie Scullion yet again. You know, he's he's clearly a prolific um songwriter. This is his fourth album under the Melodian moniker. Um it's again, it's a beautiful, beautifully written um record. Again, you can see the Beatles influence is is, is all over that. It's a stunning record and uh It'd be interesting to see if he'll walk away with it this year because to me it feels like he is one of our songwriting gems yeah. and it's only a matter of time before he does walk away with the prize but I'm not too sure whether it's going to be this year or not. Yeah, no, I, I do feel he is very underrated. I like I love enjoyed his second album and I would have hoped that won the, the prize that year but obviously didn't. This album is pretty special and not just because something his fan clubs on it. It's just a percent... <laughs> set of really really good songs yeah my pick i think is my pick to win yeah not sure whether it will but it's the album that i You'd most would like most to like to win yeah and then the next one next album is robocobra quartet with their second album plays hard to get i think they're probably the most esoteric artist on the on the list it's like highly percussive jazz with spoken word i'm surprised the album's been nominated i'm pleased that it's been nominated but i think the best way to truly see robocortet Robocooper Quartet is in person in a, in a live setting because then you can sort of see all the elements come together. It's an album that is very intense 
and I, again it's one that you'd have to spend a lot of time with I think to fully appreciate everything that's in it yeah and I've got a lot of high profile supporters Tom Robinson has been a supporter of them since the early days so they're they're much loved among some people I think they're much loved from the likes of Six Music or those sorts of maybe higher brow critics but in terms of maybe I don't know more commercial um stations and commercial outlets I don't think that it's just their cup of tea if you know what I mean so I, th- I think again there's a small it's a small pool and again I think they've nailed that they've absolutely top of that genre that they've pigeonholed themselves into but I don't think it's a very wide genre that's going to grab a lot of the public attention. The next artist is Ryan Vale with Distorted Shadows. He's been nominated in the past for the Northern Ireland Music Prize, both as a solo artist and also with his collaborative album with Kieran Avery. So he's well known for his esoteric and very cerebral electronica, but the album has a lot more to it than just that. Yeah, Ryan's stock just continues to rise and rise. You know, he's got a, a real dedicated following behind him you know he's touring further and further afield from Northern Ireland and as we talked about earlier on you know he's developed his live set into something that's a, a spectacle rather than just going and standing in a in a room listening to somebody DJ you know it's it's become much more and I think that's reflected in his in the latest album as well you know it's it's just a real step up from his previous releases okay the next album on the list there are a small band or ones that Actually, surprised were nominated because wasn't sure many people would have heard of them. Uh, they're called Snow Patrol, and it's an album called Wildness. Uh, Rob, were you familiar with the band Snow Patrol before this award? Can't say I have, Chris. Real, real, real shock that they they're on this list. I mean, yeah. I can't believe any of the panel actually picked them for. Yeah, I'm surprised they even heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but seriously. No, obviously it's it's clearly it's clearly the most commercial uh, record on this list they have a massive backing from their record label you know the album was advertised on Translink buses all <laughs> over the show throughout Belfast and whatever so you know they're the big boys in this list and it's a it's a it's a nice album it chronicles light body struggle with um, depression and writing uh, writer's block um, yeah because it's, it's been seven years since the last No Troll album so it's been an album a lot of people have been looking forward to for quite a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, because from memory, whenever they released the the previous one, the the talk was that this the follow up was already written, and it was just a case of letting the first one get out there. But then it all went quiet, and obviously, um, the band needed some time to gather themselves again, um, and that's paid off because it's a nice album, um, that's full of hits and it, again it's all over the radio so again that's the the commercial side is, is coming into play here whereas the other artists don't have that traction and, and support behind them at this stage and then the first track of the album life on earth which is also nominated for the single award that song is just absolutely beautiful it's beautiful but again is it more beautiful because you've heard it more on the radio all the time you know compared to any of the other singles that are on there so while i'm a massive snow patrol fan which you know listeners may look down on me for that no. you know but um you know I, I think it's good that they're they're involved and obviously it brings the prize itself on the higher scale because if you know publications like NMAC oh Snow Patrol are nominated for this then they maybe are attracted to it more than just seeing if Kieran Lavery's there you know in that sort of sense so I think it's positive that they're on there it is undoubtedly a nice album but they're probably way down with the fact that they've had all the money behind them to create it in the first place. 
But one thing that I will say about Guy Like Buddy is that he has been very supportive of Northern Ireland Music Prize since the start. And even this year, he's been very supportive. So he sent out a tweet about every single one of the albums nominated and about what he likes about each album, which I think is very, it is very helpful, especially for getting the, the word out about the Northern Ireland Music Prize and the other artists nominated. Definitely. And that's a, a very nice gesture from Gary um, because he does have that platform to get it out to far more people than the likes of me and you on our respective blogs would have. So yeah. it's good to see. Very good to see. Yeah. I remember, I think it was either the first or second Northern Ireland Music Prize Guy Like Buddy was there and I was sat beside him for the entire thing and the normal thing to do would be to just go over and say hello Guy I'm a big fan of so really like your music that's what a normal person would do <laughs> what I did was send him a tweet saying hi Gary I'm sat beside you and he never responded <laughs> I mean you could just put it down to the fact that probably he gets thousands and thousands of <laughs> tweets a day and he was probably too busy enjoying the wonderful music to that's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, well, I think there's a lesson in there for everyone. There is. You know, if you're sitting beside, just say hello. You'll be yeah. all right. We'll not be offended. We'll not run away. <laughs> and then the final album nominated for it is The Woodburn Savages with their song Stability. They've been around the scene for quite a number of years, and it kind of took them a couple of years to work out what sort of band they were. I think, like Cobra Quartet, they got a lot of support from Tom Robinson early on, and this album they kind of find their sound kind of like a very visceral Man Street Preachers-esque rock with a bit of a political bent to it. Definitely. And, uh, you know, I think that the album probably is the closest reflection of their their live shows that we've ever had from them. You know, they've had previous singles like America, which, you know, you look at it now in comparison to what's on Stability, and it's absolutely nothing like um, what the, they're releasing now. So there is that angry punk rock in there as you say with the, the undoubted messages towards our politicians to pull their finger out and, and do better for for the rest of us you know they're they're an incredible band i say they've, they've done a lot of the hard work themselves you know they've, they've pushed on um dramatically over the past few years um and they're now starting to get the recognition you know i think they've been a very underrated um band across northern ireland and i think that's thankfully now beginning to change so looking at the 12 albums, let's make predictions. What album do you think is going to walk away with the prize? You've put me on the spot multiple times today, Chris. I don't think I signed up for that one. Well, that's great to come on. Unfortunately, that's my job. <laughs> um, I'll put my name down for the Woodburn and Sav, just as stability. I think, as we talked about before we went through the list, there's been no band has actually won it. Um, and I think that'll change this year. I think Melogian are in with their really good shout as well. But I think, again that's pretty close to the singer-songwriter nature of, of the previous winner. So I think it could be Woodburn and Savage's year. And because I put you in the spot, I'm going to have to make my <laughs> prediction known as well. So I'm going to predict that Brand New Friend, with we'll Seabrook Elsewhere Airplane, will win it this year. I think it's a very strong debut album. It's a fun album. It's an enjoyable album. It's a youthful album. I think it will. I think it's the best chance of winning this year. I think it's a very good shout, as I say. Um, there's a real real momentum behind them and say my only x against them is is it too soon in their young careers do you want them to peak now that's for the panel to decide yes well we'll find that out in november whenever the award is on are you looking forward to the ceremony itself 
I am, as I say, I'm, I'm interested to see how they do it in the terms of the Ulster Hall. It's obviously a massive um, venue, so are we all going to be put at nice wee tables <laughs> with nice chairs to fill it out? Or are we getting some surprise, big name performance at the last minute that's going to put bums on seats? Who knows? Yeah. Well, Rob, thanks a lot for coming on board to talk about the prize. And as I say, I'm looking forward to the prize myself. And the Northern Ireland Music Prize ceremony is going to be held on November the 15th in the Ulster Hall. The award for the best single is going to be decided by public vote. I'll include the link to the public vote in the description of this podcast. And thanks a lot, everyone, for listening. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, leave another lovely review. And if you want to visit the original blog, you can visit at metaphoricalvote.com.